Hello, friends. Welcome to Daily Conversations, the podcast of all things relationship-based. We are your hosts, Crystal and Demetrius Daly. We are young adult pastors and certified in marriage and family development. You email us your relationship and marital questions, and we will address them online and give you counsel on how to overcome them. We look forward to hearing from you, and we can't wait to help you live your best lives. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Daily Conversations. My name is Crystal. And my name is Demetrius. And we are your relationship experts. We're calling ourselves experts today. (laughs) (laughs) We have expert opinions. Right. So if you need some relationship advice, whether marital or dating advice, please send in an email to daily, that's our last name, D-A-I-L-E-Y, conversations at gmail.com. We will um, we'll talk about your letter on air and keep you anonymous, and we'll give you our best advice. Yeah, you guys, we need some information to, uh, to read on air. Right, so come on. Sending those juicy topics. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to jump in today's topic, which is protecting your marriage. Protecting your marriage. What does that yeah. mean to you, babe? Protecting your marriage. Don't let nothing come between it. <laughs> That's what it means to me. What does it mean to you? It means that we're one. Yes. You know, that too. And I like to protect myself. And if I'm married to you, we're one. I'm protecting you. Us. Right. Right. But what about outside influencers? Oh, you got to be very careful about who you let into your marriage, who you, what you tell people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fellas, don't be going out telling your, your friends how good your woman is in the bedroom. Vice versa. Vice versa. <laughs> you, you know, that's just not good because imaginations can start flowing. Next thing you know, your boy be maybe want to get with your girl, maybe yep. want to get with your wife. And, you know? and also what about like, just like, as far as family members, like, That's you know, a, um, mothers, fathers, sisters, siblings. brothers, cousins, whoever, siblings. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's huge. I mean, a, a lot of, I, th- this has been an issue, not just among like, uh, American families, but like families all across the world where their parents or uh, their families, they have a big influence yeah. on their marriage, even after they get married. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to stand your ground. You can't, I don't care how much involved, uh, say, for instance, for example, your parents were in your life before you got married, how much they dictated your yeah. life before you got married. You cannot let them um, have say so in your marriage. Right. Because let's tell them what the Bible says. What does it say, babe? Clean. To your wife. Right. Yeah. Well, and also, but the Bible also says a man that finds a wife finds Find a, a good, good thing. thing. Yes. You know, and he establishes favor from the Lord. Right. So, you know, we got to be very careful. Um, you know, if, say for instance, for example, if your mom always did your laundry. <laughs> oh, boy. And you still relying on her to do your laundry right. at 50 years old. If you're sick <laughs> and you want your mama to bring you some 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 chicken noodle soup over, you know, and your wife's right there. You that's know what, what that's what you marry for. Right. And the thing about it is, too many people tell their moms or whoever about their business in the house because they feel like they're entitled to, you know, or you know, well, entitled to that information. 
And, you know, I know certain things, even like when spouses have disagreements, it's easy to go run and tell family members about what's going on. But the thing I find is, is that when all is well, you know, they, they'll side with you because you're the, you're, you're the family member. And then when all is well, now they kind of feel in a certain kind of way to the guy. And right. it's like, you know, now you let in, you know, this person coming in, they're swaying you with their opinions. Now you there's a divide in the marriage and, you know, they're causing you, they're putting things in your ear like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be with this person because of that. Or, you know, I told you, you know, maybe you should leave because, and now you have all these um, voices going on in your ear with all these negative um, thoughts because of what you told them. And now they're coming in, dividing up the relationship. And now you find yourself in a predicament to where you're at odds with your spouse and your marriage is in a bad place. Right, right. And also the same thing, like, you know, your friends. If you had a best friend before you got married, once you get married, you have a good friend. Your right. best friend becomes your spouse. Yeah. Now, you know, speak about it. Right. And you know, like I love my mom. My mom has an understanding that what goes on in my house stays in my house, and that's the way I like it. Now, people are different. I'm, yeah, I got tell. some sisters who may be more, you know, clingy to my mom. That's right. fine. It's totally fine. But you still got to be careful about spreading your business out there. You know, if you need somebody to talk to, hash it out with your wife or with your husband. Yeah, because that's the best thing. That's it's like open communication right. with your spouse, right? So how could you get a level of understanding if you don't come to an agreement and have an open conversation and just communicate about how you're feeling and being open to what each other have to say? But when you start allowing for people to come in you have to shut that. You can't even you can't even start with that. You have to shut it down, like all the way down. And like to a point where nothing comes in between your marriage. Not not nothing. anything. Nothing. You know, there's even times where, you know, my kids, you know, they're grown, but they're, you know, they all doing their own thing or they're making their own decisions. And I'm like, you know what? I can't even, you know, that's my child. I'm gonna pray for you, but I'm not going to let certain situations about what my grown child is doing affect my marriage when I have to come home to my husband and they are home, you know, 25 years old. And, you know, how it no, no, we're going to shut it down. You know, my marriage is first. God is first, my marriage. But, you know, we shut that down and we put each other first and we don't allow for anything to break that bond. What God created, because God created us to be one. So, you know, you can't let things come in and just like destroy the relationship you have. And I see it all, all the time where, especially with kids, Mm -hmm. number one with kids all the time. That's a touchy subject. All the one. And because, you know, I understand we birthed them, you know, I'm a mom, I birthed two kids, you know, but the point is I see a lot of people that just, you know, their child overtakes the relationship. And I'm like, these kids are not grown. They're not, you know, some of them not. The ones that are, that you know, it should be Even easier to, ones, yeah, like you have to, there should be a thin line to where, you know, children and in their place, they're being respectful to adults. I think that's the problem now. Like kids have too much of a say-so in everything. And I'm old school, so... You know, I was raised a little bit different than a lot of people, but all of that, like, you know, 
what does a child have a place to do in a relationship? And even as they grow, grow on into adulthood, like they should not impact your relationship. Cause at the end of the day, either they're going to, they, they got, they done went married, they got their own spouse or whatever have you. Now you're left alone doing whatever with your spouse right. or, you know, in chaos with your spouse while they're, you know, doing with it, whatever. We're supposed to train our children so we could be examples of how they treat their wife and how their relationship when they get married um, is supposed to be, how they treat their husband. Absolutely. And their families, their family will come first. Right. You know, because the biggest thing the devil wants to do is to, is to de- destroy, destroy the families. family. Yeah. He hates marriage, you know, and th- that touchy subject of children. There's, that's, that's a, it's a touchy subject because the question is always asked who comes first, your children or your spouse. And there's an answer to that. The Bible says your spouse, mm-hmm. because like you said, when that child grows up, you keep putting that child first and neglecting your husband, neglecting your wife. That child keeps coming first, keep coming first, keep coming first. That child turns 21 years, 21, 22 gets married out the house. They're on their own with their new spouse. And then guess what? You got to mend a broken relationship. Yeah. And the thing is, is that when, when the, the, this is the reason why people have a hard time with it. And I'm like, people, I feel like nobody like, not, I'm not going to say nobody, but a lot of people don't think full circle, right? To me, like putting your, not putting your child first and putting your spouse first does not mean you're neglecting your them. Child, right. You're Doesn't still, you're still giving them everything that they need as a child. Like, you know, you see the things on Facebook, you know, who you serve first, your spouse or your, your kids. I serve you first. Right. You know, it doesn't mean that my kids are going to go hungry. Right. They're, are they gonna? Is anybody gonna die because their plate is second online? You know, like it's not right. like it's enough food for everybody. Right. It's yeah. not just like oh, there's only enough food for him, and I'm gonna feed him, and the kids are gonna be neglected. No, we love our children. Right. We're gonna make sure that they have every single thing that they need. But that doesn't mean that you're neglecting them because your spouse comes first. Right. That's why people get it twisted. Right. That's the whole meaning of your one, your one flesh. You know, when you're one flesh, you, you know, you, if a man loves himself, he'll love his wife. He'll Absolutely. Tra- he'll train up his kids, you know, in the way that they should go, you know. So that's that's super important, you know, not to let anybody drive a wedge in between your relationship. Absolutely. That also means coworkers. When you're at work and you think you got a bestie, they're finding out all your business. You, oh, you know, you Lord. can't trust everybody with your business. No. I don't care how nice they look. I don't care how nice they are, how they appear to be receiving the information that you're giving them, how much it makes you feel good. Or, girl, I just, or a guy, you know, guys, they just have to get that burden off my shoulders and such and such acting this way at home. That's that's not good. Right. Because that enemy, goes back to communication, yeah, too. The enemy will use anybody to drive a wedge in between your relationship. His main goal is to separate you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like for us, like I just, I, we're just a strong, strong advocate and believers on just putting each other first. God is first. He's the head of our house. We're not, you know, that's always and will always be. So we're, you know, we're not exempting God out this, you know, scenario when we're saying we're putting each other first. But, you know, as far as, you know, worldly people are concerned. Even church people. Yeah. Now there's a difference between church people. Oh, how many people go to... They put church before everything. That's a good thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other subject, babe. Ooh, we can't touch on that. (laughs) We can touch on it. We can touch on it. I've seen relationships, I've seen divorces in the church 
because somebody's always at the church. Right. The, uh, they at the everything. The usher a, board. Usher board at Tuesday night <laughs> rehearsal. Bible band. Bible Bible study on Wednesday night. YPPW. That's Kojic. <laughs> hashtag Kojic. <laughs> Deacon board. I mean, right. they, they always in church, you know, and God did not design it to be that way. The church is a gathering place. It's an assembling of the saints to go get information, receive it, go out into the world and yeah. deliver it. And know. we and we even have a testimony from for from a friend. We won't say their names, but um, and they could tell. Maybe we'll invite them to the podcast. They yeah. could tell their own testimony. Yeah. But um, this gentleman was telling us how he was an armor, armor bearer. bearer to his pastor, and he spent more time with this man than in his relationship, and he didn't even see it. Right. You know, he didn't even right. see it and affected the relationship, yeah. you know. But that's a good story for them to tell. We should invite them. Yeah, we should invite them to tell the testimony yeah. about that because I think that's an important thing because people get lost in that too. You know, you lost into that, the kids, the church, you know, especially the kids. And then, like you said, um, when you married, they they grow up, they out the house. Now you don't have any kind of relationship between the two of you. And then with church, it's like the same thing. It's like you're neglecting. Now you're neglecting your spouse because, you know, you're at, you know, we're not saying don't worship in the house of the Lord because we love God. We're, we're worshiping. We um, put in our time. We serve on different committees. But if it gets too strenuous, we, we be like, hey, we're... We're doing this today. Yeah. We're spending time with each other today. When we first got to our church when me and Crystal first got married. And uh, actually, before we got married, we were searching for a church home. And um, I told her, I said, babe, when we go into these churches, for some reason, I, I don't know if it's our spirits, but a lot of uh, leaders of church, they they <laughs> they see something in us to do multiple things in the church. Yeah. And, not, and not like, you know, um, they, 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 I don't think they notice that they do that. But um, and, and we're also open to do whatever God wants. Yeah, because we to we're do. servers. So, but my whole our conversation was, babe, I don't want to be on uh, too many. Um, uh, I don't want to be doing too many activities. Uh, I don't want to be on too many committees because it's gonna take our time away from each other. It's gonna take our whole Sundays away. Our week, you know, that's not what God yeah. wants us to do because you know I I, I still want to have time mm-hmm. to live. Yeah, you know, God didn't design us to be robots on the earth. Go to church, come home, pray, get up. Go. That's not what He designed us to do. He wants us to have fun, just like everybody else. Yeah, and you that's where I think people get it twisted at a little bit mm-hmm. because, and we serve like we're right now. Even if we say what we're participating in, we're first of all we're young adult pastors. Right. We are on. Um, I'm, I'm on a, a welcome committee. I'm on a security team. And we're, we do next steps together as well, which is right. like kind of teaching um, newcomers to the church about our church and what we are offer and different help types of programs and service. Yeah. yeah, help them. So we serve on di- in different capacities within our church. So we don't want you to think that, you know, we're saying don't serve, you know, don't serve God or don't serve the church. But there's a time when you have to you know, remove yourself and make sure that you are spending time with your family and, with and that, other. yeah, with each other and that, you know, you and your husband or your wife are on one accord together. What about um, blended families when you have children from a previous relationship and you come, you get married to this person and those children are not necessarily feeling the new uh, lifestyle? 
how do people deal with that? Cause, because we had uh, a little bit of that, um, you know, we were bringing two families together and um, that can kind of cause a wedge yeah. if everyone's not on, on one accord. Yeah, but it's, it's tricky. But I think the key and what we kind of just put out there is that, again, we are first. We're grown. Mm-hmm. We're going to do what we're going to do. You know, everybody's going to have to jump on board with that, you know. Um, it, it may be tough at first, but once everyone jumps on board with, you know, what we're doing in the vision, I think, you know, then it becomes a lot more easier. You know, there has to be conversations made and why we're doing what we're doing. But I think that we made a really good example. We did. Um, I know that there was a few of our young family members that we didn't even know that was watching us as far as relationships is concerned. And they were watching us. We had no clue until one day uh, one of our, well, Demetrius' niece was like, you know, we don't want to move in with each other before we get married. We want to do what you guys did. We want to wait until we married to move in with each other. So, you know, they were looking at us and they were seeing things. And I feel like we set that you know, we were looking, well, we weren't trying, we were, weren't looking to set a standard, but we were setting a standard. And I think that paid off, even if the communication probably was a little bit different at first, because now, you know, even our grown children, they see, especially, I think Didi's the only one with the family, but they see, you know, how family, their family and their marriage is with themselves and their children. So, you know, it's a level of understanding of that, you know, the family and, and, and just being one, but it's just, it just takes open communication. It definitely, yeah. It's taking, it takes for you to stand your ground. Um, and with, with standing your ground and uh, to me and this is coming 100 percent, and it works for for us prayer and yeah. doing some things that your flesh wants uh, doing things opposite of what your flesh wants to do like you gotta you have to this is important you have to yield to to your spirit you have to yield to to, to the holy spirit and, you know because your flesh may be like you know this person you know i, I need to tell this person that and they may give you some ungodly advice yeah and it sounds good but you got to be very careful if, you know, listening to outside influences because it could be detrimental to your relationship. But you got to stand your ground. You got to continuously pray at yes. all times because, you know, that's, that's key. Ceasing, you, that's say. key. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's key. That that helped us, you know, and God always delivers on his promises, you know, and we never put a timetable on when things were, you know, you know, because don't get me wrong. Not everybody's going to like you and your spouse. Right. Not everybody's going to be for you and your spouse. You may not have done anything. You may always show up with a smile on your face. And for some reason, this person or that person may not like you guys. Right. But you got to you got to stand your ground. You got to show love. You got to continue to do what you do. You can't and make react. people respect your relationship. Right. Bam. And that was key. it is. And don't react to their actions. Right. React with love. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Right. And, you know, making sure you setting those boundaries, you know, and for you just to have respect for your own relationship, exactly. you know, and then other people will, will respect you in return. Right. So that's what I think. So that was a beautiful, wonderful conversation, babe. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, 
pretty good. <laughs> yes. So guys, yes. Again, if you want some advice, please send in those emails to us. The link is below to our email, dailyconversations.com at gmail.com daily our last name d-a-i-l-e-y so we love to hear from you guys please write in those letters and guys tune in again next time we'll be giving you some more advice and some topics we'll be talking about so we're looking to seeing you guys soon you'll be hearing from us soon until then guys god bless take care everyone peace out